Welcome to Integrative Nurse Coaches in Action, the podcast where nurses, healthcare professionals, and consumers come to hear from inspirational nurse leaders in health and wellness coaching. We cover the latest innovations, ideas, and breakthroughs from nurses who are shifting the paradigm of disease care to healthcare through the art and science of integrative nurse coaching. Welcome everyone to Integrative Nurse Coaches in Action. My name is Nicole Vieno. I am your host. And today we invite Alice Teal, who is Director of Graduate Wellness Academic Programming, Director of Innovative Telehealth Services, and an Assistant Professor of Clinical Nursing at Ohio State University. Welcome, Alice. Thank you, Nicole. I'm so excited to be here and to be talking with you today. I am thrilled that you are joining us as we talk about all things integrative nurse coaching. <laughs> Love it. One of my favorite topics. I know it is. And so I was thrilled when you said, yes, let's have an interview. Let's have a chat about things we're passionate about. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so let's um, take a very brief, very quick journey back to when you realized that nursing was going to be one of your professions or your profession? Okay, so that is kind of a far look back because I have been a nurse for 37 years. And I, 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 it, it's interesting when I look back at this journey now because I started college, when I started college, I was a pre-med major and an education major. And I just, I was very uncertain. I was very unsure. I just, I didn't feel like I fit with my fellow students. And I remember doing, and this is honestly how I came to nursing. I did like a career and personality test and it's, and it matched with nursing. So I like, I left um, pre-med and education and I um, entered a diploma programming program and became a nurse. Um, and it's just so interesting to me because decades later, I'm an advanced practice nurse and a nurse educator. So I think I was on the right track. I just took a really circuitous route to get here. <laughs> As I've talked to more and more nurses, we do, some of us know exactly that we want to be nurses. And then some of us take a roundabout way. <laughs> it's absolutely true. But in your case, 37 years later. I love being a nurse. I think nursing has served me well, too. I, um, and again, when I look back, I think that that part that called me to clinical practice where I thought, okay, I'll, I'll be a pre-med major is real. What I was missing was the caring part. And that's what I learned in nursing, that practice of caring and what that means to be with people. And I, I also, I think the education major, I, I always knew I wanted to be a teacher. And, you know, you get to teach in nursing in this like really one-on-one -on -one amazing way. And so, yes, I didn't grow up knowing, but some part of me, I think, did always know. Yeah, beautiful. Beautiful. So how and when did you get attracted to nurse coaching? 
Okay, so this is also an interesting story. I, I have been a nurse educator for more than 25 years and an advanced practice nurse for more than 20. And what I recognized as a, in teaching nurses to be nurse practitioners were that more and more nurses didn't really know how to really work with people and address their health risks and their health behaviors and to really partner with them to get well. And I was spending a lot of time in teaching and in practice trying to figure out this, you know, I was always looking for a magic equation, right, of how to get somebody to change their behavior. And so we had lots of conversation about that. And we really talked a lot about coaching strategies, right? Motivational interviewing, appreciative inquiry, listening to people. And so what I started, so how I got to nurse coaching was this was what I was teaching students. I didn't have a word for it, but what I recognized in, in my doctoral program. So, you know, I'd been a nurse a really long time and I decided to enter a DNP program. And in that, what I recognized are clinicians didn't really know whether they were physicians or nurses or social workers really didn't know how to partner with people for behavior change. And so my doctoral work was, does it matter to teach people to use coaching strategies? Will they use them? Does that help? What does it matter? And so the short answer is it does matter, right? Not only does it matter to the, to the person using the coaching strategies because they can feel effective, but it matters to the person they're coaching because instead of being told what to do, they now recognize they have a strength that they can, they can change behavior. They have to really look at those strengths and those barriers. And I'm telling you all of this because as I was doing my doctoral work to say, did it matter? It just kind of happened upon a colleague in the hallway at Ohio State who said, you're teaching coaching strategies, huh? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, and how do you know those coaching strategies? And I kind of laughed and like, well, I don't know, just like everything, right? I just read about it, learned about it. And so he introduced me to this nurse coaching um, and what that meant and to the Inca program. So as part of my doctoral work, I went to Inca and became certified as a nurse coach and learned there was a little more than just a few strategies that I could use in clinical practice. Uh, wonderful. So as you took the Integrative Nurse Coach Academy or the International mm -hmm. Nurse Coach Association's yeah. program, where did you uh, find your biggest impact to your practice? So here's the thing, and you know this, Nicole, since you're a nurse coach, but and those, those who are listening, who are thinking about being a nurse coach and, and completing Inca's program, the thing I learned the most was the importance of self-care. This, this piece about, you know, and, and, I look back now and in some of those day long sessions where we would start with silence, I was so uncomfortable. I'm like, when are you going to get to the part where you're going to teach me the coaching <laughs> part? 
Because this, I do not have time for silence. I just do not. Like, hurry up. Like, what I wanted to make an impact. I wanted to make a difference. I wanted to teach it to people. And I could not slow down. I just didn't. Right? And not only that, I wanted to teach it to people and make them inspire people for behavior change in, like, two minutes. Like, I just, that's just who I was. Right? I didn't start this nurse coaching journey. I mean, I started it as an offhand conversation in a hallway, right? I didn't come into it because I had a holistic practice. Like I didn't even understand holistic nursing truly at that time. And I remember, and I feel bad for, for my cohort, my colleagues at the time, because some of them understood mindfulness and being centered and listening in a really amazing way and I was the one jittering my leg like are we going to get to the actual strategy <laughs> like wow and so what I learned was not just that I had to be well to like partner with people in wellness but I had to like do a practice that involved actually taking care of myself and I, I, I think it was such a valuable piece, it's especially in context now of we're in a pandemic and of the nurse burnout and of the mental health issues within the pandemic. I just, it prepared me so well and I am so grateful. But that was the piece, that self-care piece that I didn't really understand when I was teaching the strategies. I laughed when you first started saying that because, Alice, I too was the one jiggling my legs and rolling my eyes at silence. <laughs> I'm surprised by that, Nicole, because I know you're holistic and you're, that's funny. Okay. Woo. Yes. I thought, what am I doing here? When are we going to get to the stuff that's going to, that I came here for, that I paid right. all this, <laughs> you know, that's spent all this time, right? right? Really? We're going to have then, silence? Right. But then I too discovered the importance of silence and the importance of reflection, self-reflection, self-love, self-grace, and in silence, being able to find that. Um, whereas what you mentioned of, you know, the ongoing, the, the inability to sit still uh, because we were, we were looking for the answers. Well, yeah, <laughs> we're doing important work here. <laughs> Uh, so yes. can you define what self-care really means to you? I think when I think about self-care, I think about doing something that really allows me to have joy or experience wellness. And in, in there's so many dimensions, right? It isn't just physical wellness. It might be emotional or spiritual. It might be social. Um, it, it just, there's so many dimensions to that. But self-care means to me that I did something that was nurturing in some dimension of my wellness. Um, and it does not, it really doesn't have to be complicated, but the more that I practice it, the more that I'm able to engage in it, whether it is that two minutes, you know, whether it is the five breaths or whether it's truly that I, I recognize that emotional turmoil and chaos in myself that says, you need to go outside and take a walk with your dog now, mm. right? Sometimes the answers are so simple and that's usually how I know that they're right. Thank you for sharing that. 
So if we move into more of the nurse, I mean, the nurse coaching definitions and how you're utilizing nurse coaching in your practice and your vision of that, I'm curious to know, and I know our listeners are curious to know how you define nurse coaching in your world. Okay. So in my world, I, when I think about the one word, it's always partnership. It's always partnership and in that, that connection that's so valuable. Um, so nurse coaching is really a process. It's, it's purposeful and it's strength-based and it, it is intended to connect with someone in a way that creates this really valuable partnership. And that partnership allows people to develop self-confidence and to take steps towards their wellness. And so, so I think about connecting, I think about creating partnership, and I think that, that's where people can really then make a change. When they truly feel connected, mm-hmm. yes. and you mentioned at the beginning of letting go of fixing, mm-hmm. of letting go mm-hmm. of telling people what to do. Mm-hmm. What to do, how to do, when to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I used to be... So I made, you know, I used to, so I would say this to people. I made a career out of telling people what to do. Come (laughs) see me. If you're not well, I will give you a list. I am really good at taking people's inventory and not my own. Um, But what I realized is even if I'm seeing someone in a 10 or 15 minute visit or I'm having a short conversation, it actually, and this is the thing. Okay. So let me say, let me, before I say this, let me just give some context. I have a lot of colleagues who are advanced practice nurses who think I, that, that coaching is not something that they can do within um, a typical kind of, say, primary care practice because it takes too long. And so what I would say is you can actually do this in short visits. You can do it in longer visits. You can do it in wellness visits. It really is about an approach. And that's why I started with connection and partnership, right? Because you, you know, I've had people who are like, oh, I can't see you as a coach, Alice. I don't have that long a time. And like, sometimes it's a check-in. We can have that conversation in five minutes. Sometimes we have to delve a little deeper. And so my vision of coaching is integrating this as really the process for everything I do. I am not effective as a nurse, as a nurse practitioner, and even as an educator, if you don't know I'm listening to you, right? I can't give you, the thing that used to frustrate, it's like, I want people to, to know what I know. And here's the thing, even knowing what I know doesn't make me well, it's not about, like, well, that's what we learn as nurses. At some point, we learn, right, a lot of things people need are lack of knowledge. And I'm not saying there's not a lack of knowledge. So, if, you know, somebody's newly, di- newly diagnosed with diabetes, there's some knowledge they might need. But the problem is we stay in that framework of giving people knowledge, and that's not what most people need. Most people need connection. Most people need to know that they have the ability within themselves to make a change that they want to make or to be well in an area where they want to be well. 
And that's the difference. And it can be it can it can be done in short conversation. It can be done in long conversation. But that's my vision is that we we go back to our roots in nursing of connecting with people in a meaningful way, because that's actually how we are effective with our caring. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so do you have an example um, that may be tangible for someone listening, um, maybe in a client who you've worked with or have seen with a newer diagnosis and, and what that might look like compared to a regular, I'm putting quotation marks around this, um, healthcare visit? Uh, um, oh gosh, so many, so many things come to mind when you ask me that. Um, but, but what I would, one example that I have is I, I had someone who I was working with who shared with me her frustration as a, somebody who had uh, a new diagnosis of diabetes that, you know, everybody was asking her if she was depressed. She's like, why do they keep doing that? You know, am I supposed to be depressed? I mean, she was just really frustrated that she was constantly asked, you know, um, have you been sad or um, are you finding that you're, you know, having feelings of worthlessness or energy loss? And just the screening wasn't, wasn't really setting with her, right? And so she asked me, and, and so this was the, you know, we had developed a partnership. We were having conversation about how, what she wanted to change, what she didn't. And she asked me, why is it that they keep asking me about depression? And so I just sat with her for a minute and then just said, because, so, so let's talk about how this has changed your lifestyle, everything you've been thinking about, you know, has it changed what you eat, how you move, why you move, what you're, and she just, as she processed it more slowly, she just started crying and said, oh, <laughs> it, you know, I just said sometimes had sometimes people who have had a diagnosis that alters their lifestyle behaviors and their expectations do have moments of of grief. I think sometimes it's just the validation and take it. You say I had to take a step away from the screening and then just allow her to have some to really connect with her own feelings. Um, I think the other time, the other thing, Nicole, that I think your listeners would be interested in, and it kind of blends coaching with self-care, um, during this pandemic, um, one of the ways that I've been using coaching, um, and, and I'm actually doing this with uh, our current graduate students, is they are learning coaching techniques and then they are partnering with nurses across the country who are working in um, COVID hotspots and they are providing them an opportunity to connect regarding their wellness. And so it isn't, I think sometimes people don't reach out for help because they're not, they don't see themselves as needing help or struggling. You know, I'm not depressed. I'm just, you know, I, I, and do I really need, if I'm a nurse, do I really need to experience trauma and burnout before I, I reach out? 
or wouldn't it be amazing if nurses who are working hard could have a wellness partner, could have a nurse coach, could have somebody who connects with them so they can share and partner and discuss their wellness and talk about like really strength-based strategies to stay well. So that's what I've been doing this last year are creating um, through this, this program, creating nurse practitioner students and nurses, nursing partnerships. Yeah, when you speak of talking about things before they get to the point of burnout and disease, mm-hmm. you know, discussion before that happens right. and creating opportunities for people to, to know that this type of work exists um, and who better to talk to fellow nurses than other nurses? The nurses, <laughs> yep. Nurses working with nurses. It's the most amazing thing. Yes. And in that, um, in that partnership and in that connection, instead of the checking the lists, <laughs> which sometimes in healthcare, we're, we're sometimes forced to do that. Yes, um, but are. nurse coaching offers us opportunity to step aside and perhaps approach the checking the lists in a different way. I, I, I think that's absolutely true. And, you know, I think that what we are learning it, and for a lot of different reasons, but what we are learning is that if we're going to move from an illness based culture to a wellness based, this is part of that change. Like we, you know, we don't have to wait until people get sick for them to reach out to us. We don't have to wait as nurses until we're burned out to say, wow, I really maybe need a little self-care, right? You know, I think that, that what nurse coaching does is it changes things both for the nurses themselves and for the people who we partner with. I just would love it one day if people, you know, if individuals could say, wow, I'd really like to connect with my nurse today. You know, wonder, you know, just to kind of check in. Like, and so what I told people, you know, check in, call in, click in, you know, let's have that connection. Um, And you don't have to feel off kilter to do that. Yes, yes. Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts on nurses as, as health coaches versus uh, layman people as health coaches? I think, and I've been asked this question a lot because Ohio State, so Ohio State has a coaching certificate program and they have a health and wellness coaching certificate program and a nurse coaching certificate program. And I support both of those. Now in the health and wellness coaching program, people still have to have a healthcare background, okay? But they can become health and wellness coaches. And I think that they bring their unique background to their coaching practice. And that's not a bad thing, that's a good thing. More people focused on wellness, the better. But here's the thing with nurse coaches, like whatever I do, I bring my nursing background with it. I can't not bring me as a nurse because that's who I am. And I think that by saying I'm a nurse coach, it acknowledges that part of me that's a nurse, which is caring, 
which has both a science and an art to it. And so I really like that acknowledgement. I think the other thing that's so important is it tells people, if I'm a nurse coach, it tells them the framework that I'm coming from. And so many people trust nursing that I, I think that it's, you know, I have a nursing license, I'm trusted, I'm coaching in addition to that. And so I think that's the piece that I bring that's unique. So I do coach differently than my colleague who has a different background and that's okay. I just, I like nurse coaching because it acknowledges that, hmm. right? If I had a different coaching certificate, I, I honestly don't know how different that would be, but I love that it comes from a nursing framework. The same way that, you know, I'm a, I'm a nurse practitioner. I am like, I have, like, I take that nursing framework in everything I do. And so I, it resonates with me to be a nurse coach because that's, it tells people where I'm coming from. Yes, and you mentioned the the trust aspect mm -hmm. that um, healthcare consumers do trust nurses, and I was uh, ecstatic to read in 2020. Uh, we are at the end of 2020. We are nurses are once again voted number one in the Gallup polls for ethical standards. <laughs> and Isn't that amazing. Yeah, and honesty. I yeah. Honesty, right? And I, I just think, and for how many years has that been the case? And, you know, here's the thing we know. We know this as nurses and people know this. It's usually the nurse that stands next to you during some of the most difficult times, right? It's the nurse who has figured out what to say when others are uncomfortable. Um, I, you know, I was reflecting before our conversation this morning um, about like, patients or individuals, clients along the way who've really impacted me and my work. And I kept going back to the truth of it is it's been nurses along the way who have actually had the greatest impact on me. Um, I've had times in my life that um, I now call the series of unfortunate events. I've gone through some difficult times um, related to family, like just, you know, life, basically, right? Yeah. Life isn't always easy. And during some of the most difficult times, it was the nurse who said, wow, this is really difficult, you know, who acknowledged it, who didn't say, you know, you're going to get better. This is all going to be fine. This is no big deal. It's okay. You're over, you know, you're being dramatic or whatever other sort of silver lining type conversations were going on with people who weren't comfortable. Like generally people are not comfortable with people being sick or having difficulties or having trauma or, you know, all the things we do, we have as people right? It's the nature of being human. At some point, we're going to struggle. And it's been nurses who have been there to say, this is really difficult. And, and let's talk about next steps for you. Or, you know, I see that you're struggling. How are you feeling? Who, who didn't want to give the solution, 
but were ready to stand there and stay there with me and allow for that. And those times have been just life altering for me. And, and to me, that's, those are the people who come to mind when I talk about the importance of connection. And that's why I think nurse, co nurse coaching is, you know, part of what we do, it can be integrated even for people who don't have the certificate. I think that completing the, the Inca program and being certified as an integrative nurse coach says I took those strategies to a different level. And I can independently now work with you as a nurse coach. And I, I also value that. Yeah, taking things, mm -hmm. taking your education another step. Yes. And enhancing the tools that are somewhat innate in many nurses, mm -hmm. but we then uh, elevate them um, to a higher to a higher standard. Yeah, absolutely. Through absolutely. through the education, through the practice. I mean, we had a lot of hours. <laughs> Practicing. We did. We did have a lot of hours. I learned a lot in those hours. <laughs> yeah, and I love the the parallel, uh, and you've mentioned this a few times, the parallel of learning the strategies, learning the how-to of coaching, mm -hmm. the appreciative inquiry, the motivational interviewing, the, you know, the powerful mm -hmm. questioning, et cetera, et cetera. But the parallel of self-care, of learning about yourself, um, learning how to be yourself <laughs> um, and being true to who you are, which is in essence um, a huge tool that you utilize when you are in a session, speaking with someone about difficult topics, potentially about wellness in their future, about what even health, what illness means to that individual. Yeah, absolutely. I think, the other thing, Nicole, you know, right now, because of the high levels of um, clinician burnout, so, and that's really across the board, and, and for any healthcare clinician, nurses, physicians, um, social workers, physical therapists, respiratory therapists, even our community health workers, we see burnout everywhere. Because if we think about people in our country right now, we've got high levels of chronic disease, Right, so one in two adults have a chronic disease and one in four have more than two. So we have this high level of chronic disease and then on top of that, we have all of this social isolation and, and because of the pandemic, we have lots of emotional exhaustion. And so right now in the midst of all of that, there are times where if you talk about wellness and self-care and resilience, and it's not deep or meaningful um, or really individualized, it sounds uh, superficial. Um, and I don't know if I have the right words for that, but you know, I've had colleagues who are like, oh, you're the director of wellness academic programming, yay. So what are you gonna tell me about my wellness today, right? Like it, it's become almost like, uh, cliche, or I don't, I don't even know if that's the word, but usually what I say is if, if, if you were, if reflection and self-care has be, not been a real part of what you're doing, it can sound like one more thing you have to do. And so let's talk about that, right? Let's talk about where that comes from. I think 
we, you know, it's just this, this weird time of where we need to be connected more to each other and also connected more to ourselves. You know, it's, um, oh golly, my, um, the dean at my college likes to talk about character builders and opportunities for that, which, you know, I know this isn't an audio discussion and no one could see my face, but I, I couldn't roll my eyes more because I'm always like, please, no more character builders. But, but I think it's true. And I think sometimes it's so hard to bring that out in ourselves. And that's why a nurse coach can help, right? A partner can help, somebody to vent to, as well as somebody to get through the venting, find the strength and to partner with you to move forward. That's what nurse coaches do. Yeah. Yes, we are. We are helping you move forward. We are. <laughs> so all you want, but I can just hear, you know. So, yeah. so let's talk about that coming out. <laughs> so tell me more. <laughs> so where do you see nurse coaching leading healthcare? I, okay, so I see nurse coaching as this, this fabulous tool that we have, as well as uh, practitioners, clinicians who we have that can really get us wellness focused. That I, I really see nurse coaches leading the way. I do. I, I think this is what, you know, again, you know, preventive care, right? Like before anybody gets sick, what can we do? Or as somebody, you know, starts to feel sick or has a disease process, what can be things so people can actually reach the level of wellness that they'd really like to be at? Um, I, I just, I see nurse coaching as authentic leadership. You know, I, I, I can see it integrated in, in education, in, in our leadership, in our really ways to be with people. And I, you know, again, I told you the story of the first week being uncomfortable with silence. It's just funny now because I don't tend to fill in the silence um, in the same way at all. And I think if on an individual level, becoming a nurse coach could change me like that, then I can totally see how these partnerships can make a difference in other people's lives as well. Leading by example. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. Um, I just had to smile when you spoke of silence uh, because as we educate new, uh, as we educate more nurses mm -hmm. in the, the process of nurse coaching through the Integrative Nurse Coach Academy, uh, we, we're using the acronym WAIT. Why am I talking? <laughs> and I sometimes like to take it a little bit further with waste. Why am I still talking? <laughs> I learned that from my colleague who had originally told me, oh, you might want to think about this Inca program. I learned that from him. And whenever I go as a guest lecturer in his course, I like to just take my time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, is there anything else you'd like to share with us before we tie things up? I think 
think that um, in the other thing, because I talked about, you know, what I had done with the wellness partner program and the emotional support line. And I think the other thing that, that is, might be important um, to those who are listening who might have backgrounds like you and I did, Nicole, right? Where we're maybe uncomfortable with silence, but where we had also, I know this to be true for me, I had spent decades learning evidence-based practice. Right. I had spent a long time being grounded in science. And what I want to say about that is you don't give that up. You know, part of being evidence-based is also considering the individual and understanding your own clinician expertise. And if, and if you're not connected to self-care, you can't connect to your expertise. And if you don't connect to that person, you can't bring in their patient preferences. And so it didn't mean that in being holistic, that I had to not be science-based. And that was really important to me um, because part of that trust, right? And telling the truth is also understanding evidence. Um, and I had, and I think this is what you're going to see, that more of us that there are that are nurse coaches, I um, was in the process at the time and, and have now completed um, a textbook and a handbook about advanced assessment. And so in that handbook um, are also tips about, and in that textbook are tips about how to actually include wellness. Imagine that in your assessment. And there's a whole chapter based uh, on assessing yourself as a clinician. And I, I just, even now, I look at that and think, okay, well, I know where that came from. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you for adding that in there. As a critical care nurse, intensive care nurse, I really appreciate the last section that you just spoke of, because to me, science is very important. Mm-hmm. Um, and protocol driven is how I, how I run as a, as a critical care nurse. But yet, there's the side of me that is so human. And I, in order to survive in such a traumatic environment, I need to connect to that humanness for myself, for my personal self, but also for my patients, for my families, for my colleagues. And having gone through such an in-depth program and then board certification in nurse coaching has allowed me the courage to, to show my humanness um, on a deeper level, which then affects me in my self-care and my ability to work through some of the issues um, so, uh, so that I don't get burned out, so that I can continue to practice. Well, and I think it... And that same thing, Nicole, that you just discussed, that allows, like, go back to that conversation I had about the person who had, was newly diagnosed with diabetes. And so what we have learned is if we never talk about the impact on the person or we never talk about mental health or impact of wellness, then that person's actual outcomes related to their diabetes will not be what they could be. And that is true. That's true. Like, so, you know, if somebody has hypertension, I can write for the most, the the evidence-based 
prescriptions related to their high blood pressure. But if I never talk about the impact and if I never talk about wellness, then they're not going to have good outcomes. And if I don't understand that, and I won't be able to create a partnership. And so to me, that shift to wellness changes. It'll, it will change. It will be much more effective with our outcomes. You know, the nurse in the ICU, like you were, you know, if you can connect to that authentic humanness, you're going to give a whole different level of care. Yeah. Yeah. And be much more satisfied with the care oh, I can yes. provide. <laughs> yes. We don't yes. want to let you, right? We're, we're losing people because of it. And so, you know, that to me is the thing that just, I, you know, I started this with the, the statement about how much I love nursing. I do love nursing. I love nurses. And we don't, like we, I just, that connect that what's being offered, it's just, we can't lose that. It's such a valuable piece. And that's why we still get ranked as trusted, right? And as caring. Yes. So I'm happy to add to that if at all possible. Absolutely. So how can we find you, Alice? How can our listeners find you? Well, they can. So I am, I, I try not to hide. <laughs> <laughs> You're a very busy lady. <laughs> I, um, I teach at Ohio State in terms of coaching. I actually teach a class every summer on the evidence base of health and wellness coaching. And I do that with our nurse coaching students, with our um, health and wellness coaching students. So we all come together and we have an evidence-based class. Um, so you can find me in that course. Um, and then if you... I think I've given you links, Nicole, to the textbook and handbook that I talked about. Yes. Um, and at Twitter, I'm at TLNP, and that does not reflect my employer. <laughs> <laughs> Those are just my own opinions. Um, but, but yeah, I, if somebody wants to connect with me, um, they can email me as well at teal with two L's dot three at OSU dot edu. And I'm happy to talk to people about nurse coaching. Oh, Just fantastic. be careful. I like to tell stories. So give me a lot of time to talk. <laughs> we love that about you <laughs> because it is all about story. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> uh, so I will def we'll definitely share all of your details in our show notes. And I am so thankful and our listeners are so thankful for you sharing your wisdom here with us today, Alice. Thank you so much for your generous time and support of our inspiring Integrative Nurse Coaches in Action. Please share this episode with a colleague, leave us a five-star review, and follow us on social media. We look forward to keeping in touch with you. Remember to breathe and to rest. <laughs>